What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. I'm here with, okay, first of all, I got to figure out your name because I feel like your name switches every single time. <laughs> McKindy, Moses, but then what's Gabinda? Benga? Benga, yeah. That's my middle name. That's what everybody calls me. My friends call me that, so. Just Benga? Yeah, so you can not call me that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so okay. so what, what's, what's your full name then? Moses Benga McKindy. Got it. Yeah. Moses Benga McKindy. Yeah. All right, and then you're left back. I am. And I you're am. 26 years old. 26. 26 years old. 26. All right, all set. All right, let's roll the intro, and then we'll get into Moses' story. All right, so Moses, um, you've been playing for a while. You've been playing pro for a number of years, right? Yeah. Um, let's go back to like when you first started <laughs> playing soccer, all the way back, and like where you were born, and just let's just go from there. And just... Full story. Um, yeah, so I started as early as I could remember. Um, my dad played, my brother played, so my whole family pretty much played, so I just grew up playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in England, so in England everyone plays. Yeah. Um, there's no, I mean, play rugby, cricket, but everyone plays. You go in the park, you play. Um, so I think I started actually like real, real competitive soccer around the age of nine. Um, that was when I moved to the States. Mm-hmm. Um, in England, I'd played like with some small academies. Um, and actually, interesting thing is before I left, I was invited to go train with Charlton's under, I think it was 19. So that would have been, who knows, maybe I would have been on Charlton. <laughs> but yeah, so from there, I moved to the States and um, started off in Baltimore, played for Baltimore Bays. Mm-hmm. Um, they, don't no, they no longer exist. Um, but we're a really good team. And then, yeah, so from there, college, college, pro. Yeah, all right. But so, so uh, wh- why did you move from England over to America? Um, so my dad, my dad had a job opportunity here in the States. Uh-huh. Um, and he just thought it was a good idea to move the family. So we all moved. And um, yeah, it's been the best, best thing for me, I think. Is your dad originally from England? So he was born in England, but he is Nigerian. Uh-huh. So my... My mother's Nigerian, so my whole family's Nigerian. So we're first, I guess technically we're second generation British since he was born in England, but really and truly we're first generation because he didn't grow up in England. Uh-huh. Did, does he have an <coughs> accent, like an English accent? or He does not. No? He does not. That's funny. He does not. Yeah, did you have an English accent? I did, I did, I did, I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's funny. And then so you moved over here to Baltimore when you were nine, you said, right? Yeah, I moved when I was nine. All right. And then um, how was your youth, like, playing that was just successful like yeah actually it was it was really successful um, from nine all the way up until from like nine 18 all the way up. i have plaques from when i was nine years old we were i think when from nine we were we were really good but we didn't have like rankings and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think it started off at 10 or 11, something like that but we were the number one team in the country from like at that age <laughs> really yeah we it was like it was just crazy like i fe- fell into like the perfect setup uh-huh um the team was like five minutes from my house um, and so we just, I mean, we were just a really good team. And as we got older, the better players kind of came to the area. Not came into the area, but they came and played with our team that mm-hmm. were around the area. Um, so as we got older, we just got better and better. We got stronger players. And so, yeah. How long, were you with, how long were you with that team for? Like all the way up until 18? All the way. All the way. No, all serious? the way. Yeah. So Baltimore <clears throat> Bays from 9 to 18. So what, what happened was we changed we would like switch 
So we were the Baltimore Bays at first, and then we switched to Potomac, um, with Potomac Fusion for a while. Um, I think it was two, maybe two years, mm -hmm. and then we went back to the Bays. So we had, we were originally with a coach named Anthony Carver, best coach I've had. Yeah. Taught me everything I know. Wow, you're um, gonna just diss Mike like that? He's, I'm I mean, just kidding. Best coach <laughs> I've, just had, I've had, you know, due to the cat, the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the, the ranks. Shout out Mike and <laughs> um, No, but he's he was a really good coach. He taught us all the fundamentals. And then um, from there, we switched. We, we left him, but the whole team moved. So it wasn't necessarily the same team, but it was the same team name, but it was the same team. Uh -huh. um, so all the players, we moved to um, Steve Nichols, actually coaching at Loyola University. And really? we were, yeah, we were Baltimore Bays. Um, and he had success with a lot of older like the older clubs, mm -hmm. um, so he had um, a U. When we were under fourteen, he had a U nineteen and a U seventeen team, mm -hmm. and they were like really, really good national champions and stuff like that. So, Damn. yeah. Damn, that's that's crazy. Uh, <coughs> how many of the guys like from your U nine team or like those that basic core group of players yeah. are playing pro? Um, from that from that U nine team. Yeah, or like I'm just only, that. From that team, I'm the only one left. Playing pro? But three of us made it. Uh -huh. um, but from the years that I've played, I would say that are still currently playing, um, wow, it's only, it's only three of us. Damn. It's only three of us. That's, that's pretty crazy. That's yeah. good, though. Yeah, I mean, from a youth team like that, like to yeah. have three players still playing. Yeah. But we had, we had at one point, maybe like five, maybe like five or six. Uh-huh. Um, and then, because, you know, as you get older, like, for example, like U18, we had a couple guys join at U18, the academy level. Mm -hmm. And they were really good players, but they weren't with that core group. And they yeah. ended up going professional. So they also count in that, uh -huh. in that number. Damn, that's, that's sick. So were you always you weren't always a left back? No, I wasn't. I what wasn't. position were you playing from nine until eighteen? So when I was nine, I was a central midfielder. Um, I was a central midfielder. I was the best central midfielder <laughs> in the nation. In the nation. No, I'm just kidding. I, mean, I was a central midfielder. I was really small. Um, I was always small. I didn't grow until my sophomore year of high school. I went into high school five foot four. 90 like 94 pounds that's like the same exact thing for me i was tiny yeah i was tiny too i was, I was like tiny. i was like around there i was like i think five foot yeah around five foot three five foot four but i was like 100 pounds yeah like i, I broke 100 right before i went into high school yeah i, I was stoked about that i didn't at all but you're like six one now right yeah six one then like 180 190 yeah 185 180 well, <laughs> depends, depends on the day it depends on the double day <laughs> yeah uh, so you're super late bloomer, but you were a central midfielder the whole yeah. time. No, no, not the whole time. So then, um, then I moved to left mid. Um, when we, well, I think it was about 14. Mm -hmm. I moved out to the wing, left mid, and then I had, um, I, it's like one of my best friends. I've known him since I was nine. Um, he is the reason why I'm a left back now. Um, he was late to a game in high school, uh -huh. and the coach decided to play me at left back. Because the left back went to center back, and then I ended up playing left back. Uh -huh. Had a really good game, and then from then on, I was just been a left back. Really, been a left back. So you owe your position now with like the Tulsa Roughnecks 
because your friend was late to a game. Yeah. Marquez Fernandez. <laughs> that's Marquez. that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Did you so you, the natural positioning and defending like came pretty easy to you? Like yeah. the positioning, did you ever feel like you were completely lost switching from center mid to left mid or left mid to left back? I honestly felt more lost switching from center mid to left mid. Uh-huh. Um, but when I was playing center mid, I was more so defensive. I was a deeper playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was I guess it was natural to kind of be in a de- like defensive shape yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, when I went to left back, the one thing that I realized I had a lot of time on the ball. Yeah. So it was like all this green space, green grass, and I would just t- you know go dribble whatever. Yeah. Um, I had to learn how to kind of play the game the right way mm. at that position, and but not the- just fly up the field exactly. every single time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that was something I noticed too from like striker of being like everybody is like on your back or like you always have to like every like you're in the center of the field to literally just having no worry about anywhere like exactly. right of you or behind you. It was like it's good and bad because yeah. you can take advantage of it to the point of like you need to stop dribbling so yeah. much. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So you were so 18 then. So you were actually let's go to sophomore year. So sophomore year you were started to go through your growth sport. Yeah. Growth spurt. Yeah. How did that like help or um, it helped a lot, um, but at the same time, it was it was a very big challenge. Um, mm. So I go from being someone who never wins headers to now being expected to win headers. Yeah. So before, like, I would never really, I didn't really challenge headers. I would just jump into somebody and hope he like <laughs> didn't head the ball. Yeah. Um, to now, I'm tall enough to actually win the header. I'm expected to win the header. Mm. Um, I was still really skinny. Um, I'm not really, I'm not huge now, but I was... You're tiny, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, st- I was like really, really skinny. So um, I was trying to add weight and, you know, when you grow so fast, start having knee problems, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So did you have that Oscar, Oscar Schlatter? I didn't, I didn't. I was lucky enough not to, but I, um, I think it's the Oscar Schlatter. Mm. I think. I think, yeah. Um, but... I'm not a word guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mimi. So, um, yeah, so I was really 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 struggling the first maybe six to eight months and then like when junior year rolled around I kind of filled out a little bit mm-hmm. and um, yeah so it was great I when I left high school I'd gained maybe like it was like something crazy it was like 70 pounds <laughs> and like six inches damn so I, I <laughs> went into high school looking completely different from how I left yeah that's that's crazy, especially yeah. too, because like as a left back or outside back, like usually, like I even feel like I'm a tall outside yeah. back. I'm like right at six feet. Yeah. And so like yeah, like because most outside backs are probably like five eight. To, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But that's funny. So at sixteen, sophomore, junior year, were you like highly recruited for college? Um, was your team still like top in the nation for yeah. club? Yeah, we were. Wow. So you must have been like having some looks for colleges. Um. Yeah, I had I had some good looks. Um. Well, not as much as some of my teammates. Some of my teammates had, I mean, every big school you could think of mm-hmm. was on was on to them. Um, but I had I had a lot of good looks. Um, but I actually committed late. Mm-hmm. I committed late. I was waiting it out. Um, I really, really wanted to go to Wake Forest. Um, they they did recruit me, and they stopped responding to my emails once I sent my test scores. <laughs> so I think <laughs> that was the issue. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, also like being from Maryland. Um, you always want to go to Maryland. There's a little chatter there, um, and I just really wanted to stay in the ACC at one at 
the end of it. So ACC is a sick conference, though. Yeah. So I um, I went to took a visit to NC State, and I loved it there. Mm. I loved it. So I just decided to stay with NC State. All right. Then why did you choose like? I mean, you probably did you visit a lot of schools? Like, did you go like um, any I, official visits? Yeah, I, so I took how many visits did I take? I didn't think I took too many. I think I took maybe three. That's pretty. Yeah, um, I took three. Um, I did a lot of unofficials because I like junior year, like early junior year, when you could first kind of yeah. Like I don't know what the rules are now. I have no idea. Too, I, yeah, um, I'm, I'm but back then it. I think it was junior year they could start contacting you, mm-hmm. but you couldn't take an official visit. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it was. So yeah. I took a lot of unofficial visits, and then when we would do, we'd have like the tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when we come down to North Carolina, I'd visit some of the schools. So I'd I'd seen a couple schools when I came down, um, but I think when it came time to actually taking official visits, a lot of schools had already been crossed off the list. Yeah. Um, and so I think I took. I went to George Mason. I remember I went to George Mason. I took a visit to Maryland, um, but it wasn't an official visit because mm-hmm. it was like three of us had went at the same time. Um, we watched them play UNC, which is actually really sick. Yeah, that's probably good. And they yeah. won. Um, and then I think, I forget, I went to another school. I completely forget. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I took my visit to NC State like two weeks before you had to sign the letter of intent. Uh huh. And why we? Why did you? Wait? Honestly, because did it? Were teams saying like, "Yeah, we want you to verbally commit." Yeah, and you just didn't. And I just didn't. I just, did. I just huh. kept waiting. I kept waiting, and I was just like, I was unsure. And the thing was, I really wanted, I really, really wanted to play in the ACC. Yeah. And I guess some of the offers I was getting, I wasn't, I didn't like so much. And then some of the other schools. So and then I also lost some offers because of waiting. So then mm-hmm. at one point, you're like, oh, I wish I could go back. And you're like, yeah. well, I already missed, you know, I missed the boat on that one. So, yeah, um, yeah so I took the visit to NC State, and they gave me, every, I mean, they gave me the best offer I could ask for, and I I took it. Uh-huh. That's, that's sick. And so this is your, this was senior year? Yeah, senior year. So senior. I, I committed literally, like, two weeks before. I went on my visit, I came back, and then, like, a week later, we had signing day. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy. That's all right. And then um, because dude, I was super late too. Like I didn't like if signing day hap- signing day happened, and then I was two weeks after that. Oh well. really? Yeah, so I, but like I wasn't like a top recruit like coming out. Like my team really? was. Yeah, I was like B team in my team. Are you for, like, yeah, until I was like sixteen. But I, I had like the opposite youth. But uh, yeah. that's, that's that's interesting. All right, and then so um. How was the summer going into NC State? Like, how were you nervous? Were you just ready? Did you know anybody there already? Yeah, so crazy thing was, so my cousin had played. He played there the two years before. That's sick. So, like, and he was a left back. So he left. Really? I came in to his position, which it just worked out perfectly. And the crazy part was they didn't know he was, we were related until um, they saw me at Disney. And they were like, he's really good. Who is he? And And my cousin was like, yeah. That's my cousin. They're like, really? You think we can get him? And then it kind of just, he definitely, I mean, that definitely helped, you know, that, that yeah. relationship. But um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was great. That's cool that they started recruiting you before that they even knew. Yeah, that. so yeah. It, it it made me actually value that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing opinion. worse when it's like, all right, are they just doing this as like a pity thing because they like my cousin and I'm going to be brought in here and exactly. they don't like, yeah. Exactly. That's cool though. Um, how was your time at NC State? 
It was great. It was great. Um, Were you there all four years? All four years. All four years. I graduated a year and a half early. Um, a year and a half early? I mean, sorry. A half a year early. I mean, I probably could have done it in a year and a half, but I was just trying to space it out, you know? Mm-hmm. So just a half a year early yeah. so I could um, go and play in January. You know, like how it is. Yeah. Like the season ends and you want to go play in January. So I, um, they really helped me out because I was... I mean, I wasn't the best student. A lot of study hall, a lot of tutoring, a lot of, you know. Yeah. So they really helped me out get that done. I was there every summer, summer sessions. Yeah, um, that's, that's intense. But it was good, though, because I also played for the, uh, the NCFC, now North Carolina FC. Mm-hmm. I played for their 23s every summer. Was that, P- was that PDL? Yeah, so we, we weren't PDL. They're PDL now, but uh-huh. we weren't PDL at the time. So I played for their um, under-23s. And which was, I mean, it was really good. So it was a good setup. I got to play. I was right there, which was like, and it was like five minutes from campus. So it was, wow, yeah. It was, it worked out well for me. That's, um, that's um, so let's go with your grades too, because you said you've told me that you're not the best student. Or like you said you didn't. Yeah. So like in high school, like what? You said at your junior year you had like a 2.5. Is that it? Yeah. I wasn't, I was not the best student. I, and I, like I told you before, I went yeah. to a private high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess the workload for me was a lot different. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, I stayed on, I stayed on campus. I was in the dorms. Um, definitely wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, which made thing, life a lot harder. Yeah. I'd procrastinate. I'd wait super late to write my papers and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, just wasn't really the best student. I th- guess for me, I always knew soccer was gonna be my way out kind yeah. of thing, and I leaned on it way too much. Because you didn't know like what exactly. happened. Yeah. I leaned on it way too much. Um, I just, you know, the back when my me and my friend we had a, we always had a saying like, I mean, we'll be fine, <laughs> we'll get it done, we'll be fine. Um, and I think so. I don't know who it was. They came and told us like to be eligible. You had to have like a two two or something. I don't know where high school to be eligible to like no to be able to like play oh call it yeah yeah yeah. like and i was and when i i think once i heard that it just really just completely messed me up i just wasn't the best student um and that you said it hurt you though talking to coaches it it hurt me because that definitely hurt my grades Mm -hmm. um and then my senior year i tried it i took a lot of easier classes Mm -hmm. get my gpa up but at that point it was also too late because when they're recruiting you your grades have to be what they are and yeah so then they wanted me to get a higher sat score and stuff like that and um which I couldn't tell you what I did right now, but I actually did fairly well in the SAT, but mm-hmm. I had to do a lot better just because of my grades. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was one of those types of To, like, of make up for the... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because what did you graduate high school with? Um, I believe it was a 3.1 or a 3.0. Because that's decent, yeah. yeah. But, like, still, like, even for, like, top schools, yeah. they're going to be like, yeah. I and to be fair, like, my, <laughs> my senior year, because... So you take a lot of like your required like your you have to take your required courses. So mm-hmm. I didn't take a I didn't take a science my senior year. I took a lot of like elective <laughs> courses. Yeah. And elective courses are a lot easier than biology, yeah. calculus, um, those type of things. So it was the work was it wasn't I wouldn't say easy work, but it mm-hmm. was work that you kind of wanted to do. Yeah. yeah like yeah. one of the classes was the history of Baltimore. <laughs> so for me, like if you're in Baltimore, like you you'd rather you know, go out to the city and yeah. look stuff up rather than sitting in the classroom. Writing about mitochondria. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, 
Um, how many guys from your high school team went on? Did a lot of from your high school team go play college? Yeah. So so another, they need to NC State. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's so. That's so um, you, guys, you have a good setup going all the way up. Yeah. I honestly, I, if my professional career went like my youth career, mm. I'd probably be a multimillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to hop in the, the professional yeah. story too. But um, yeah, so my best friend, um, so he had committed to, his story was kind of crazy. He committed to Virginia Tech, decommitted, committed to Maryland, decommitted, and then oh committed to NC State. Damn, you're just making enemies with all yeah. the coaches. <laughs> and he had to play all both of those schools. Damn. You know? Um, yeah. So yeah, so he, he went with me to NC State, same year. Mm-hmm. Um, but our high school, was a was like a really good high school. So in Baltimore, um, high school soccer was really. I guess the private high school soccer was the better league. Uh-huh. So a lot of club players played at those schools. Um, so our our team, for example, our club coach coached, and he had the older age group and the younger age group, like younger than us. Mm-hmm. So what hap- essentially what ended up happening was good players from his older group, our group, and the younger group mm-hmm. would be in, on the same team. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up having like a really, really, really good team. I think one year, actually two years in a row, we were ranked number one in the country <laughs> for high school soccer. Uh-huh. And then our senior year, we were for like, maybe it was like two or three weeks, mm-hmm. and then we lost the game, and it just... It killed you guys. It killed us. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, we had a lot of guys... UV went to UVA, Maryland, um, Penn, NC State. That's crazy. <laughs> um, where else? Some good schools like Cornell, Brown. Um, yeah, so it was, it was really That's, good. That dude, that is. I was the only person from my high school to go play D one soccer. Really? Yeah. And there's only, I think, two or three others that went, but they were like NAIA or. I think one went to D two. That's completely like completely different experience. Yeah. I think. From our start in 11, we had everyone, everyone but one, maybe? Yeah. Dang. Everyone but one. Did you do any, like, extra training when you were, like, growing up, or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the thing, too, that led to me being a bad student, was I, like, I just decided soccer was what was going to be what I was going to do. Yeah. So At I was, what age? At, like you know, when you're young, you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play. Soccer. Yeah. I'm gonna play professional soccer." So it was always the, the mindset. But in mm-hmm. high school, like, so I'd say 14. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play soccer." So I'm gonna do whatever I could. Um, and a se- he was a senior. Well, I was a junior at the time. He's a good friend of mine. He, you know, he'd come out with us. He'd help us like train. And he was a really, really good player. He was like mm-hmm. Gatorade National Player of the Year, like that type of. Wow. He was a big deal, and he like he would help us. Um, we'd go out with him, like play. Like after after school, sometimes in between, like during free periods, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and for me, I just didn't. I just chose. You know what? Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read these chapters tonight. I'm yeah. just gonna. I I train today. I'm gonna play FIFA in the dorms. <laughs> like stuff like that. Instead yeah. of like actually, you know, I considered the extra work. Act like my school like work. Like yeah. my school work, yeah. which was a 
I mean, which was pretty stupid. I don't know why, yeah. but, but it, it worked out. But like, it, yeah, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. But it's it's hard to say it's stupid when it worked out how it did. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it's risky. It's very risky. Yeah, very risky. Mm. All right, so um, let's go to NC State now. So you're at NC State. Yeah, there four years. Did you start? Yeah, all four years. Started all four. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and the left, the starting left back, your cousin left. left. Yeah, he left. Um, so I started all four years. I'll, I'll never forget my the first ACC game we played UNC at home. Mm-hmm. It was it was like the greatest experience. <laughs> we lost two one, but it was like it was a great game. We were uh, no, actually we lost one zero. We didn't lose two one. Mm-hmm. We lost one zero. Um, the stands were full. We had like those people in like the like there's a parking deck like behind mm-hmm. like kind of behind the stadium. They were like up in the parking deck watching. <laughs> How was, many people did the stadium hold? It didn't hold well. Now it holds more as they put people behind the goals. I think maybe like now maybe close to five that's, or so. That's sick. Yeah, that's I think I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. And but a few thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've done a lot of renovations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my time there was good. We, my sophomore year and my junior year, we struggled big time. We had a lot of um, internal problems. Mm-hmm. And senior year, we we were really, we were we were decent. We were good. Uh huh. Um. After your senior year, you said that you graduated early. Yeah. That was, that's a smart move. You went yeah. from being a little reckless in high school to making some smart decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you graduated and dropped out right at the right time. Where did you go as soon as you were done with that semester? Um, so as soon as I was done, I went back to Baltimore. Um, was just kind of preparing, training, trying to get right for trials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a couple, went to a couple combines um, and... So for me at the time, I wasn't a green card holder, mm-hmm. so I would count as a domestic, I mean, an international player. Yeah. So in my mind, I was like, it's going to be tough. Um, I had a couple options within the States like to go for trials, mm-hmm. um, like preseason and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything concrete, you know, like... Yeah. So, With MLS or USL? No, no, um, NASL. Oh, NASL. NASL, oh, NASL, NASL yeah. and USL. Okay. Um, you didn't have any, like, what about the combine, like, MLS so, looks for that? So I I trained with uh, Sporting KC the summer of my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of crazy. Like, I remember I went back to NC State that f- after I graduated. I went back in, like, January, just for a weekend. Uh-huh. And I spoke with the coach, and he was like, I, had, I went to the Seattle co- Seattle Sounders had like a combine. Mm-hmm. I did fairly well, but I got injured, so I didn't get to finish the combine. Mm-hmm. And um, so, long story short, I speak with the coach, our coach, our old high, I mean college coach, and he's like, "Yeah, I got off the phone with uh, KC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna draft you in a supplemental, supplemental round." Uh-huh. So I'm like, "Oh, this is perfect. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to preseason with them. It's gonna be great." And. I didn't get drafted. Uh-huh. They drafted another one of my teammates. Really? Yeah, but I mean, and because we, we all, all three, it was three of us that went um, uh-huh. that summer. Mm-hmm. And he also, I mean, he did really well. Um, and so I was kind of bummed about that. I was like, dang, I thought I was going to get drafted. Yeah, we were just watching the, the draft at home, like on TV. No, I actually was, so I was driving back to Baltimore from North Carolina. Oh, okay. Um, and I was, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to look at it. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to look at it. So, and then, so I just, I got back, and um, and then my coach actually called me, and he was like, 
he asked if I had gotten like a call or email like invitation just to join for preseason. I was like, no, I haven't. Mm -hmm. um, but so then like I really started to like ramp up my you know process of trying to find a club. Yeah. So um, my my dad it actually came through my dad. My dad helped me out. He um, helped contact some agents, mm -hmm. send out highlight videos, stuff like that. And one agent contacted me. He was like, um, would I be interested in going to England um, to League, a League One? To, they were in League One at the time, Crawley Town. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, yeah, of course I'd go to England. Yeah. But at the time, I had already said I would go to um, Finland for to, on trial with a club. So I just like, you know what? England, Finland doesn't make, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Going to England. So I go there, was there for a while, training, training. Um, did well, um, but they didn't sign me. And so then the coach, so the coach at the time, John Gregory, he was like, I like you, um, but right now it just doesn't make sense, timing-wise. Mm -hmm. um, go here, Whitehawk FC, um, in the conference, play there for two months, mm -hmm. come back for preseason in the summer, we'll see how it goes. And I was like, all right, perfect. This is yeah. good setup because it was like close to them. And I was like, this is great. And conference play is still really yeah. high level. It's high level, and it's, it's, but it's a different type of game. It's very yeah. rough. Yeah, um, gritty. That's what's yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just very different. Um, but it, I mean, it's good. And so he ends up having some sort of heart condition. And he doesn't, he like steps down. He doesn't coach anymore. So. Uh -huh. That opportunity just went out the window. The preseason opportunity went out the window. So that then sucks. start over again. Mm. Um, and this is where my journey really starts to like go <laughs> like way where like meet so many different agents, people uh -huh. saying they can promise you this, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I go on like a whole bunch of like different like invitational trials. Were um, you with were you with Whitehawk like for the <clears throat> end of the season? Until the end yeah. of the season? Okay. So until so and the season I think it ended like May first because mm -hmm. it doesn't go as long as the Premier League season. Uh -huh. um, so it ended like May first. And you did me. well. You, you liked it there. Actually, I, honestly, I didn't do too well. Really? To be completely honest, I did not do too well. Um, it was, I mean, it was it was tough for me because I was traveling from London all the way to Brighton, mm -hmm. and I just wasn't for training for for training for games. Wow. Um, so yeah. like I I take I take the I take the train. Keep going. I'm just gonna to um, Orpington Station. From Orpington, somebody would pick me up. From there, we'd drive, and it'd be the same process. Um, mm -hmm. And so it was just, it was a lot on me, and I was young. I was away from the family. I, my head just really wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my performance sometimes wasn't so good. It, I was very inconsistent. Like, I'd have a great day, and I'd have a bad day. I'd have a mm -hmm. great day, I'd have a bad day. Um, so typical, like, your first season abroad, though. Like, yeah, that's typical yeah, of, like, yeah. everyone. So uh, where, where were you? You were living in. Why were you living in London, not in Brighton? So that's where I had family, okay. and they they didn't pro, they weren't going to provide housing because I mean it was only for two months. Yeah. Because um, I didn't I didn't go to England until February, mm -hmm. and I left um, Crawley Town in March. What's that mean? There's a bug above your head. It's really annoying me. <laughs> There's. Get that's that. the one that she's been playing with. Alright. Sorry. Let's start the, let's start the podcast. Right here. Above your head. <laughs> no, you just made a mark on there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Um, Alright, so you were you were there for two months. Yeah, so um so they weren't gonna provide housing for someone to be there for two months in the yeah. season, so it was and they didn't they didn't really need me. It was more so like a favor to 
the yeah. other club, you know. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm here. Let's make it work. So mm-hmm. I just traveled from London. I stayed with one of my uncles. Stayed go from London to Brighton and back. Air, How like, long is that? That's like isn't it like an hour and a half? Yeah, it was a it was a journey. I'd spend like how long would I spend on the train? I'd spend like maybe like 40 minutes on the train and the rest would be like 40 minutes in the car uh-huh. or like 35 minutes in the car something like that um, but it was I mean it was definitely not I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> but again hindsight like if you love it you do it you do what it takes to, you mm-hmm. know to make it so I was I was pleased with at the end like looking back I'm like I'm glad I did it but I'm also like would I go through all that again? Yeah, yeah. you know, it's one at of the beginning. It's the beginning of the career. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. you're kind of like, yeah, I definitely, you know. Yeah. So when I was with when I was with Sacramento, um, Republic just training with them. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, you can train with us, but you have to play with their affiliate. Their affiliate was in L.A., which is a five hour drive. Wow. So like the weekends, I did that drive down and back. Dude, it's it one of those things. Like now, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, I'll, I'll probably look elsewhere. Yeah. But exactly. like back then, it was like I you have to take yeah, the opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so season ends, and then you then this is where you the, the opportunity falls through with Crawley, right? Yeah, with Crawley, and I'm like at this point I'm desperate to like stay in England. Yeah, I'm looking for like League One, League Two, just anything, mm-hmm. um, and it's just not it's really just not it's not coming. And one of my t- my teammate at NC State who was a goalkeeper, he was German, and he was like, yeah, I have this. Um, I know this guy. He's having like this little tour thing where you go and play teams in Germany mm-hmm. and play and I was like yeah definitely I'll go and so the guy told us we'll be playing like third Bundesliga teams um, like second teams of first Bundesliga teams mm-hmm. so well, I was like okay this is perfect like yeah and their age I think they're under 20 they had under 23 so like all the top teams had under 23 teams and I was I was 20 I was 21 about to turn 22 so I was mm-hmm. like okay perfect like if I play against these teams I do well they can sign me get into a 23 setup and then exactly. move up yeah so we get there and it's not what was advertised we're playing fifth league teams sixth uh-huh. league teams we played um, one team that was uh, it was Essen Rottweil Essen mm-hmm. we played their played their second team I think and then we played um What's this team? Our. They're in the second. They're in the second Bundesliga. We played uh-huh. their second team also, and then we played a fourth league team. So those last three games were like the games that, like, really were the games to play to kind of get something good. Yeah. And so I played. I played. I played bad in one of the games. I, I played really bad in one of the games, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is it." So then we play um, the fourth league team, uh, Araba, and I played really well. I played center back that game, um, and they decided they wanted to keep me. Mm-hmm. So, signed there. I played a season there, and that was that was tough too. Well, what, wait, this is in Germany. This is in Germany. What that division? Fourth. Fourth. Regionalliga. Ah, uh-huh. Regionalliga is a good league. It's a very good league, but it's it's also like it's not professional. It's well, it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. It depends on your club. Yeah, yeah. It depends on your club. So if your club has a lot of money you'll be professional because they'll pay you like you are one and you train every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, every morning. Yeah. You won't have to go get a job. So for us, it was like half were professional, half weren't professional. Mm. And you still weren't really making like, they're killing. Some people were making really good money. Some weren't making good money. Yeah. Um, so we played, 
we had a, maybe like I'd say about ten of us were probably professional mm-hmm. that didn't have another job. Yeah, and the others, they did. Some of them were like older players who played like at a higher level, yeah. kind of close to the area. So they just, you know, they just play. They play for that club. Mm-hmm. Some guys who had played at bigger clubs but just knew like. They just didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. So like they were going to school and playing, so they would yeah, like fourth division. The fourth, fifth division is like a so weird. It's very like, weird. Yeah. It's very weird, but the quality's there. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. The, the quality the tec- is there. Like the the technical like da, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. And I and I said it. I was telling. Um, I think I was telling my brother at the time. Like, I didn't realize how technical Germans are. And I keep saying. I always say it like everything about German. I say it's efficient. Yeah, the players yeah. are efficient. Yeah, the life is efficient. Mm-hmm. The cars are efficient. Everything they do is just efficient. Yeah, um, and so Germany was a. It was a tough. It was good and bad. Um, hard being away from home for so long. Yeah, because at this time I still hadn't been back to the states. Yeah, and it, yeah, how long have you? Were, did you go without seeing your mom or dad? I went. So I left. 2014. I didn't see them until. Yeah, I saw him 2000. The, I think it was December 2015. Wow. So it was like a. Yeah, it's a long time. So it's like what, like two years, almost two years. Yeah, almost, almost two years. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. I've never the longest I've ever gone is nine months. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> but were you and when you were in Germany, um, did you have like a roommate? Were you living with an apartment there? So, so my cousin, who played at NC State. Mm-hmm. He, um, he signed with the team too. Okay. So we we lived together. That's good. That's so that good. so that was nice. Um, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Ambition. Ambition. <laughs> I haven't been to Germany. Don't test me. That's all. Don't test me. That's all I can do too. Don't test me. And um, ich ich hätte gern ein Bier. Ich hätte gern ein Bratwurst mit Brötchen, bitte. Bitte. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was really good, living with him and just having that, you know, having family there, but someone that you could really like, you know, talk to, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, because everyone speaks German, and I mean, some people speak English, but at the same time, you're like, I don't know, it's just it's just weird not it's having not the someone same. familiar. Yeah, that was my problem. Was like like my team, fifty percent of them could speak pretty good English. But like it's not like the because like in the locker room the jokes are in German. German, exactly. And like you're sitting there, it's like somebody will come over and like have to explain, explain what's it. going on, and you feel like it. You don't really feel like a part of it. Exactly. And then like even with the jokes, like you can't make the same jokes that you make in America or in England because it's like the humor. It's like completely off, different. yeah, completely. And different. so it's like your your all your conversations are very surface level. You exactly. Know? It's like oh yeah. you have a brother and sister. Okay, cool. What do you do? Oh yeah, you're a carpenter. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. you kind of just sit there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but for me, I felt like I always got closer to the younger guys mm-hmm. just because they either like they had just learned English in school mm-hmm. or like they were also like trying to find their place because mm-hmm. they were just like either just come to the team or stuff like that. So I always, everywhere I go, it's typically like the new guys, younger guys that you t- I typically kind of fall in line with just because it's... I mean, I guess it's just easier because they they speak the best English, yeah, and they yeah. want to they actually want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, so you're there for a whole season, huh? Whole season. How did the How did you play? Um, I played. It was again another off and on season for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off starting, and then this is where I really realized how 
the professionals, like how to be a professional and, you know, how you can really lose your spot instantly. Mm-hmm. I started the first game. Um, I didn't start the second. I played well the first game. I didn't start the second game. Um, and then I was supposed to start that the third game. And I, was it my hamstring or my quad? It was my hamstring or my quad. And I pulled it mm-hmm. in training. Extra training. It wasn't even like with the guys training. It was like oh, I was yeah. doing extra trying to like catch up. Uh-huh. And I probably did too much. And I pulled my, it was my, my quad. I pulled uh-huh. my quad, my left quad. Taking the penalty. I don't take, I don't take penalties. <laughs> just goofy. Just, yeah. So just, but that's something you wouldn't think that you'd pull a quad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, so after that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get back. But the person in front of me was playing. He was playing well. Mm-hmm. So like now it's like you don't change, especially in the back. You don't change. There's no yeah. reason to change. Um, so I go. So it takes me maybe like three, four weeks to get back. I finally get back, mm-hmm. um, and I play in a cup game, and I did not have a good game. Mm-hmm. So then that that kind of puts it in their mind like, all right, he's not ready. He's yeah. not good enough. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. It, Don't it, it can't trust confirms him. their choice of the starter. Exactly. Yeah. So like now he so like now he's playing, um, and then I, you know, I I get down a little bit, um, and so I think it was maybe like six games before break, mm-hmm. started training really well, and then I started playing again. So at this point they start trying to they start using me as a sub, mm-hmm. but like at left mid. Mm-hmm. Or they'd like change formation, play three in the back, and I'd be a wing back. Mm-hmm. And so like it was a way to kind of I guess get me into the into the lineup, kind of rewarding like my good play and training. And I'd been I was playing really well in the games, um, and but the team was kind of struggling a bit. We weren't doing too well, so they fired a coach. Oh, they fired like we we um, we left and they fired the, we left for break. They fired the coach. Mm-hmm. So I'm like okay. Now I gotta, you know, come back and try again. Yeah. Um, go to preseason in Turkey. Do had a really good preseason, um, and then not starting again. And the team's doing well. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, how do you break the lineup again? Yeah. So um, the guy in front of me, like he was a he was a real professional. Yeah. He wasn't. I was more athletic. Um, obviously, had more potential, but. He was. He had been a season pro. He knew his position. He knew his job. He knew he was good at. He knew it wasn't good at. He wasn't gonna lose his spot. So exactly. Yeah. So like he was doing everything right until it was. A, I think it was a couple games where played a couple fast wingers and it was just mm. he just couldn't keep up. So mm. then it was like okay, what are we gonna do? They made a little lineup adjustment. Started playing again. Um, but I think that year we played maybe. I'd say. 28 games or so mm-hmm. and I only got to play like 12 league games and like yeah 12 league games maybe like one or two cup games so it was yeah. it was just a real like off and on year mm-hmm. um, that's something that a lot of people don't like uh, like a lot of people don't that haven't been pros don't understand is one like what you said how quick you couldn't lose a spot yeah how hard it is to get it back how much competition there is yeah and a lot of times it's like not even like who's better it's like okay like what you said He's experienced, but he's slower. You know, yeah. but he's a seasoned pro. And he knows this guy's, yeah. you know, younger, faster, great player, but he doesn't have the ten years of experience playing pro this guy has. Exactly. And the third string guy, maybe a little bit weaker on some aspects, but he's 
five inches taller than all these guys. Exactly. So it's like, it's not like, you know, at the youth level where it's clear night and day, a, you know, first, first string, second string. Exactly. It's like, you have everybody that's like here. Exactly. Different characters, like strengths and weaknesses. And you're like, okay, well this game, let's go a little bit more athletic. Let's go with this guy. And then they start looking at pairings too. So they start looking at like who works better together. Mm -hmm. This guy and this guy work better together. Well, we're going to keep him there. And then another thing was too, like, I didn't speak German. Yeah. yeah. So in the back, a lot of directions in German, but everyone spoke English and I could say stuff in English, but it just, it's something about just when you speak their language, it's a lot easier. You couldn't go, uh, links, I would, backed. I would, I would. Actually, I started, I, I started doing that. Yeah. I started doing that. Um, give gas, give gas. Weiter, weiter, weiter. But it just, I mean, I fought it so hard. I, I didn't want to learn German. Uh. I was like, I was just, I don't know, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. And then when I finally decided, oh, yeah, like, try to learn German, try to do it, it was too late at that point, you know? Um, so, yeah, so, so season came to a close. This is what year is this now? When it ended? This is Melly Baba. I think it's this the summer of two thousand fifteen. Uh huh. Yeah, summer of two thousand. I didn't even ask. What city were you in Germany? Summer two thousand fifteen. So I was in. It's called Araba. Araba. It's like East Germany. It's about an hour and a half from Dresden, an hour and a half from Leipzig, mm-hmm. um, and two hours from Prague. Okay. So I was like way east. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to went to Prague a few times. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it, it wasn't the best environment either. It was very, very German. Mm-hmm. So it was like you had, like, there wasn't a lot of people speaking English. There weren't a lot of people um, who were welcoming yeah. but then they were so it yeah, was like yeah. there was a few but then like you you come out in the street and and like they know you're not from here because you're know. smiling at people yeah, it, yeah <laughs> you know, they just know like all right this person doesn't belong here yeah um there weren't a lot of black people in that area either uh-huh. so like it was very very it was very difficult like if i was in berlin if i was in yeah chemnitz dresden frankfurt anywhere else yeah completely different experience mm-hmm. um but yeah, That's I think it was two, yeah. I think it ended two thousand fifteen. And then yeah, so yeah, and then so what happened after the season? Where'd you? What'd yeah. you do? So that was, that was that was a tough time. So after that, I came back to the states. Oh, so sorry. Before that, uh-huh. the in the winter I was trying to leave. Okay. I was really trying to leave. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at um, I, when I came back home, I sat down. They were Carolina Railhawks at that time, NCFC. Mm-hmm. I sat down with. The assistant, Duane Bader, at the time, and I was trying to, I was trying to get onto the team, and so he was like, "Yeah, we could definitely, you know, we could try to get you on. This is what we could do, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And um, was trying to figure out, you know, if I can get my release from my team or what the case may be, blah blah blah. And it just, just kind of didn't work out. I was like, "Yeah, summertime when your contract's over, come see us. Mm-hmm. I want to go train with them," um, and I was hoping to sign with them. Got offered a contract, and it just wasn't, just wasn't what I like. What you needed, yeah. And so I was just like, and I was having a son at the, I was having my son at the time, and I was like, I just can't. Yeah. I just. It's I can't not gonna it. work out. But I look at it again. I'm like, if I go back, I would take it because yeah. I didn't play for the next six. I didn't play until 
January. So like for those three months, mm-hmm. I wasn't playing anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then I wasn't working. Yeah, so was, <laughs> so any income's better than no income. Exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, but it's uh, hard because you won't you don't know that's gonna happen. Exactly. And I'm yeah. I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, I just played a se- I just played a season. I'd find something else. Yeah. And I was getting calls back in Europe, but I was like, I want to stay in the States. And so I turned stuff in Germany down. I turned stuff. I had a team in Spain. I turned them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it work. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just didn't work out. And then uh, after that, because I, I didn't have a green card, I could only stay in the States for three months at a time, 90 days. Oh, yeah. So I, I went back to England. Uh-huh. Um, was in England for a little while and came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, then I went to Newcastle. I was training with uh, like a, I don't even know what league, maybe it was like sixth or seventh league team, just yeah. playing, trying to stay fit, um, Sunday league type environment. Mm-hmm. And then. <coughs> How hard is it to stay dedicated when you're in a Sunday league type environment? <coughs> terrible. Like, it's terrible. Because you, you, lose, you lose focus, you lose ambition. Yeah. You're around people that don't want to pursue it, mm-hmm. so you're kind of like, well, why? Like they don't care. Why do I care? Type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, it could be a toxic environment, and so after that, I just, I left. I came back home, and I really contemplated stopping. Mm-hmm. Is this is this what year is this? Is this still 2016? This is the end of 2015. Oh, 2015. Okay. So I contemplated stopping, and then I. I got a call about um, would I would I want to go to Sweden? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, sure, I definitely love to go to Sweden. Um, and I was just then I was like talking with my girlfriend and I was talking with my family and um, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'll go to Sweden. But then the agent who I was speaking to was like, I can bring you to Czech Republic first league. Mm-hmm. I was like, no brainer, I'm gone. Yeah, first so, league. Yeah. So January. Of 2016, I went, and so this is where I say like the business, the Asian business, is so sketchy. Mm. I met, so I meet up with the guy. He puts me in like a hotel, a nice hotel. Like he's he's taking care of me. Like he pulls up in the Mercedes, and I'm like, all right, so this guy's legit. Yeah. So we're he's driving me, and he's like, and like I'm we're like talking a little bit. We're talking about like. My experience in Germany, he's like, oh yeah, he speaks German, he speaks French, he speaks like maybe seven languages, uh-huh. and he really could speak them. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, you know, like I know, I know a Rogan agency, like those people are my friends, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And like he'd call up somebody, and like I'm like, oh maybe he does know, like yeah. like kind of like selling me on this. Yeah, yeah. But again, I don't know what he was saying. He was speaking <laughs> German, so you know, like he could have just been having a regular conversation about food. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> So, um, so then, so it comes time for me to go train with this team, Jnoimo. And he's like, yeah, so we'll go tomorrow morning. So, so this is the first red flag. Wake up in the morning. Oh, they're going to camp. So you're going to have to train with the under 19s. It's like, okay, cool. I was like, all right. He's like, so you do well, then they'll, they'll fly out to the camp. And I was like, all right. Now I'm like, question it like they're yeah. not you know what I mean like I'm training with kids I get there it's not even that team it's like a like a sister team like brother team whatever like a feeder club to uh-huh. them it's the U19 of the of the feeder of team. the feeder club oh, okay and so and so but I get in there and it's like 
it's like the facility, and I meet with a guy um, who you, know, you go to his office, and it's like you see like like a photo of Peter Cech, Nedved, mm -hmm. like all these type of guys, like, and he had worked with the national team before, signed jerseys, pictures, and I'm like, oh well, yeah. It's like he just did enough to kind of sell the dream, just to keep on stringing you along. Exactly. Uh -huh. So then he was like, he was telling about all these players he had that play a Sparta Prague, like uh -huh. this and that. And so he goes, all right, so what I want you to do is go train with this team. So I'm training with some team in like the third league. And um, so then he calls me randomly one day. He's like, I have this club that's interested in you um, in the first league, but just come with us uh, this week and we're going to go watch Sparta Prague in the mm -hmm. Europa League. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he got us like really good seats. Uh -huh. And like, because he really was like, he really knew when, like he was the agent of one of the players. Uh -huh. I don't know if he was really the agent or like a friend or whatever it was, but like they had a, he did have some connection to the. They had an actual relationship, so we had good seats. We were like enjoying it, and then I was like, "So, am I going to the club?" He was like, "He was like, yeah, um, next week, next week." So at this point, I like called the guy who was talking about Sweden. He was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go to Sweden." Yeah. I was like, "Well, that deal's gone." I'm like, "Golly, like, what am I gonna do?" Yeah. Uh, I'm stuck in the situation, so I'm just like, "Are oh, you know what? I'm gonna train here, keep training. Something's gonna come." Mm -hmm. And I think like two days later, I got a call about going to Romania, second league. It's like the team is like really, really interested. Mm -hmm. um, that they want you bad. This is how much they can pay. This is what's gonna go on. Blah blah blah. But they want to see you first. They're not gonna sign you without yeah. seeing you. And I was like, Are you sure it's the exact team? I was like, He's like, Yes. He was like, and Not the U nineteen of some like, feeder club. I was like, They're the second league. He's like, yeah. yeah. He was like, Do you know Kibu who played for Inter Milan? I was like, Yeah. It's like, It's his like father's club. Like his father's club. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, perfect, I'll go. So um, as I'm like packing my bags and getting ready, I get another call about a team in Finland top league that wants me to come for trial mm -hmm. the week after. Okay. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Yeah, go to Romania, if it doesn't yeah. work out, go to Finland. And so um, I didn't even tell the guy I was leaving. At Czech Republic? I didn't even tell him I was leaving. Uh -huh. I packed my bags, got on the bus. I took a bus from Czech Republic to Romania. How long was that bus ride? It was like 15 hours. <laughs> went through Bulgaria. Like I went um, through all like I went through all these countries. Like I literally like I was like you know I'm not so on my way there. Once I finally got to Romania, and I finally got to the club, I called the guy. And I was like yeah you know like I got an opportunity in Romania. I'm leaving blah blah blah, and he was like what? Like mm. getting real upset about. It. And I was like look man like you've been stringing me along. I had the opportunity so I, so I just went. And then, um, so I trained the first day, did it really well, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to sign here. Mm -hmm. Like, just seeing, like, the environment, like, the players, and, like, I was like, there's no way they won't sign me. It's, after, it's funny, after the one day, you can tell the vibe yeah. of, like, if the coach is interested, yeah. how, like, it's going, if you're going to sign. It's, it's really funny after, like, one day, you have such a good... But I knew, the mo like, the money wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was like, do I run the... I was like, Finland's not going to pay me a lot more, but... Do I run the risk of saying no? And I was like, I haven't played in six months. Yeah. It's a professional team. Mm -hmm. It'll get me back to where I need to go. So sign. So like two days later, I signed and I called the guy in Finland like, thank you so much. But I have this opportunity. I got a contract, mm -hmm. direct contract. And I'd rather take the contract than run the risk of a trial. He was like, yeah, I understand, blah, blah, blah. And so I signed. And after I signed, I'm like, all right, perfect. This is it. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Like. So I'm talking to some of the guys, and um, 
I'm like, how long have you been here? Blah, blah, blah. And it's a whole, like, it's a completely new team. Everybody's new. From everyone's new, like, that half of the season. So I'm starting to wonder, like, because they play from May till June. Mm-hmm. May till June 1st. I mean, not May, sorry. From August till yeah, so to June. Like short season. Yeah, I was like, it's like May, June. I was like, <laughs> August till June. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, this is going to be, it's going to be an interesting season. Like, everyone's new. Mm-hmm. And so, like, then I started, I started thinking, like, wait, hold on, why is everyone new? And then one player came back mm-hmm. from the he from he was there this half season before, and he started telling me like, they didn't pay the salaries, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. That's why everyone left. He's like, that's why I left. I went on trial with the first league team. They didn't sign me. I need a play, so I'm back. Yeah. I was like, oh, my. I was like, what did I just get myself into? Yeah. And then I was talking to the director. I was like, he was like, yeah, trust me, they'll pay, they'll they'll pay. They know why. They, that's why they signed everyone for less, like less money. Blah blah blah. They'll pay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, because it's not a lot of money, but I need that money. Yeah. Romania, but Romania is really, really cheap. Mm. It's dirt cheap. You could literally like, you could, for a month, like on groceries, you could spend fifty dollars. Which that's nice. <laughs> like and you could like really enjoy it. like not like yeah. not like oh you're spending fifty dollars and kind of like picking and choosing you yeah. can get what you really want dang um so I was so I was there and then one month goes by we haven't won a game I don't even think we scored really Not I don't think we scored month. we played like four or five games we haven't scored comes to payday no money so we're like wait where's what about the about the money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming next week. We'll speak to Rufa. The boss Rufa, he'll pay the money, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. A week goes by, no money. Another week goes by, no money. These guys are like, we're not getting paid. Yeah. You're starting to realize, like, you're not going to get paid. Mm-hmm. So then, play another month, start asking about the money. We haven't won a game also, so, like, that doesn't help the case yeah. either. Yeah, because they're like, why are we going to pay you? you exactly. Guys? But again, like... I start to look at this the team and I'm like, we're probably never gonna win a game because they they started dropping players and started playing under nineteen players in games because um I think two or three teams in the league were automatically going down because of money issues. Uh-huh. So they were safe. Oh. So he didn't want to pay anybody, he didn't yeah. want because he was he just wanted to play out the games um and just come back next season. Mm-hmm. And so they like dropping players and like people like a lot of people are like starting to have issues like um my roommate at the time played for the Azerbaijan national team mm-hmm. and he was just like he just wasn't having it. He was yeah. causing a storm. He was which rightfully so, like you're not getting paid. Yeah, it's been two months now. Yeah, like I mean I was I was angry. I was always talking to like the directors, the press trying to like figure it out, like what's going on, like yeah. when you're getting paid and then it they tell you lies like, oh, like the city owns this half, like half the team. They haven't paid their money, so we can't really, you know. It's not our fault. We yeah. don't have it. Da, da, da. They start making all these excuses. Yeah. We're like, okay, cool. So like, he just calls the fit and he just, he leaves, mm. but he gets them to pay for his flight ticket and give him some money, and he goes. And I was like, and I was like, hmm. like that's probably good. like the only way you're gonna get any sort of money or anything out of this is if you like threaten to leave or something and like so but in my mind I was like I need to play I need to play some games yeah so I kind of had it in my mind that like okay like 
there's only we only had like maybe like 12 games left mm-hmm. but like just like see out the games good you at, at that point it was more important to get games than it was to yeah so I was yeah. Like, like just see out the games you know like yeah um and then at the end just try and ask yeah keep going for just ask for them to maybe just pay your flight ticket back home or you know like something like that something yeah. that will help you out so um I'm playing the games I'm playing well um, which is it was actually pretty good we played one team Ucluge and they played in Cluj Arena which is like 60,000 wow obviously they didn't Not, have 60,000 yeah, <laughs> but still that's a cool then, so like it was like a really good stadium and like that same year Spain played Romania in that stadium mm-hmm. um, so like it was like just to say like the level was really good yeah um, and so last couple games come around and um so like they start like players are starting to like leave and you're wondering like what's going on like and one player got he got his flight ticket paid and he got like a like a month's salary or something mm-hmm. and they let him go and so it was like threatening to tell the federation so like I got like I got into it with like the the coach the president the director like kind of like you know what's going on with my money blah blah, yeah. blah this and that like I'm gonna threatened to tell the president I mean the board this that FIFA and all that type of stuff and it didn't really work out for me because it was bad blood between me and the coach now and like the uh-huh. president like everything just like the relationship got sour um, but in the end they ended up paying they didn't pay for my flight ticket but they gave me like a month's pay mm-hmm. better than nothing so I was like you know what perfect <laughs> just let me get out of here <laughs> yeah so then I go I go back to the states and at this time I still I'm still only here for like 90 days so I'm trying to figure out like trying to go and try with teams and like stuff like that so I can you know play somewhere and get all that like situated and um, go back to North Carolina FC because I'm always in in like Raleigh like South so um, I was training with them um, and I don't know how long I was training with them for training for a little while and then I think I got did I get hurt did I, yeah I got hurt I pulled <laughs> pulled my hamstring uh-huh. like just terrible luck pulled my hamstring yeah. um, and then I just decided and then like at that point I was kind of in the phase of like alright this is probably again like I'm probably going to be done da 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 and then again calls about trials and stuff come up where, where do you keep getting all these calls just from and like your is it from your dad reaching out over no, at this point like I had also like reached out to so I reached out to so many agents during this like process I'd go uh-huh. and like, like at that one point FIFA had like an agent yeah. like a list of agents really, yeah. contact i go to countries uh-huh. I'd, like it'd be like my job everyday contact agents yeah. sent like and then um, other like websites like um, what was the one that, forget what it was I like made like an account like player profile and like mm-hmm. like like to this day I'll still get random calls from agents just from like that stuff still being up there yeah um and so I got a call I got a call about going to Finland second league and I was like perfect I was like I'm gone I'm yeah. gone that's what I need da 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 so I go <laughs> another terrible terrible decision I found another club that didn't pay salary. They didn't pay salary. <laughs> and usually, I feel like Finland and Sweden and yeah. Norway are usually pretty good yeah. at that. But I ended up not signing. Yeah. Um, actually, the crazy thing is, 
Idrisi played for that team. Really? OPS. Really? Yeah. Idrisi played for that team. Huh. All right. Um, but he wasn't there when I went yeah. there, but he actually played for that team. That's funny. This is such a small world. It's bro. crazy. Yeah. Um, we were joking about it um, like a couple weeks ago. Mm. Idrisi was one of our teammates at, at yeah, Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, he'll be on the podcast. <laughs> I can't wait for his podcast. <laughs> yeah, his will be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be interesting counting the years yeah. with his age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so yeah, so from there I went to, so I was there, and I just after like I was there on trial for like a month, like a super long trial, mm. and I just said, this is enough. Like they're not paying salaries. What's the point? Like I'm only on trial. Like I'm not staying here. And I left. And then after that season, they actually like a lot of the players reported them to the federation, uh-huh. and they're no longer a club. <laughs> like they, I think they had to like pay everyone, like pay all the players, and then like. Yeah, they went to. They had to pay like fines and stuff for not paying on time and this and that, and so now they're no longer a club, um, which is, I mean, karma. Like serves you right, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh-huh. Um, so there, from there, I left there, and I. This is where I, I went from there. I went to Egypt. I went to Egypt Egyptian Premier League team. Uh huh. And that, again, this is from just an agent on the list that just called. Had a connection. And just called me. Yeah. Like. The I, one day I'm gonna show you my phone, like yeah. of just like if you go on my phone, it has like I have if you type an agent in my contacts, mm-hmm. it'll be like fifty. That's ages. dude. That's the thing that people don't realize though too. With like your other, you're you're a footballer. Like you train, you work out, you eat. The other job is contacting. Yeah, like it's literally yeah. Like never. Like you said, your day it's job agent send emails, ending. calls, never ending. Yeah. So and um, what we at what month and years is now going to Egypt? This was 2000, was this, I think Egypt was 2017. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, 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 Egypt was 2017. Uh-huh. So I went to Egypt, I was in Egypt that summer, and so I I was there for a, a week. Uh-huh. I was there for a week, and I, um, I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. It was a, the team had just got promoted, and I went in there. Was playing really well. I played, in, and then I was training, training, uh, playing a couple of training, uh, like eleven v eleven games. And they had a match the next day, and I was supposed to play like fifty minutes, mm-hmm. and the coach just didn't play me. They didn't play me. They didn't play me. The last, like maybe like last twenty minutes, he put me on, uh-huh. and I was so angry. I was like. Like, yeah, and he played me at center back, and I—I I mean, I like playing center back too, but I promise you, like, that's probably the best twenty minutes I've played <laughs> in my entire life. Uh-huh. Not one wrong pass, didn't get beat. Yeah, perfect, like diagonal, but everything like it was everything clicked. Everything just was a going straight right. clean game, but it was out of frustration. Yeah, and um, so then he he like calls like he like calls me over. He was like, "Yeah, come to train tomorrow." So we go to training. Me and another guy. And you can just tell, like, when, you play, when you've when you played well, the reception by the players also. Yeah. Because yeah. prior to that, like, they were talking to me, but not really. But after that, like, players get my number, like, mm-hmm. talking to me, like, oh, like, why'd you come to Egypt? Like, oh, are you going to stay? Like, what yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah. Like, talk to the coach yet? That's like, the best feeling, too, when so the like, players accept you. It's like, so like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, I'm definitely going to sign here. This is, like, Egyptian Premier League. After this, like, 
in my mind, I already started like putting in my head like people go from magician Premier League the to path. the path yeah. to the English Everybody Premier League. The like, path. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I can get like I can go so many places from here. Yeah. Um, come to find out, they only had three more international spots, and they signed and they signed a striker mm-hmm. on the like the last spot. They signed a striker like right before you. They signed him like. Like maybe like a day or two after, like after like I trained after the game, and like mm-hmm. the agent was kind of talking about the contract, blah blah. blah but like the striker played like in the World Cup or something. Wow. It was like I don't know, I don't play World Cup or like uh, African <coughs> Nation Cup, something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like a, a good striker, so they were like, yeah, we'd rather get a striker than a left back slash center back. Yeah, and I was like, oh my, <laughs> again, like another thing that fell yeah. through that didn't work out. Yeah. And so, like, now the agent's, like, kind of scrambling. He's like, yeah, I have this team in Alexandria in uh, Egypt, which is, like, like the nice part. So, like, now I'm like, okay, yeah, it's going to be perfect. So, like, the beaches are. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, he's like, but just give me a couple of days. And then he comes back and he's like, well, I got this team in the second league. And I'm like, and the thing is, like, Egypt isn't, it's not that, like, it's like Cairo is not nice. Yeah. It's really not, it's not like a beautiful city. Like Alexandria, like by the beaches, that's really beautiful. But like uh-huh. Cairo's like, it's kind of dirty. Like, and I just really wasn't enjoying it. Like I was staying with the Asian at the, Asian at the time. Uh-huh. And like he had like roaches in the, in the, um, in the apartment. I stayed there one night and I was like, I can't do this. Going to a hotel. Got to like, the hotel was really nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> definitely living beyond my means at that point. Yeah. Um, but it was really, and I was like, I just, I just couldn't deal with like living with roaches, like staying with roaches. Yeah, like, yeah. it was, it was like really roach infested. Like, <laughs> I just, uh, it gives me, like, yeah, I'm I shaking like, like thinking about it. I don't it. like that. Um, so then from there, <laughs> from there, um, I, I, my last day, my, yeah, my last couple of days, I knew I was going to leave. Um, I didn't know where I was going at that point though, but I knew I was going to leave. Uh-huh. So I went to go see the pyramids. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. And the thing was, so I went to go see the pyramids, and I guess I got there too late that day. I think they were trying to hustle, like hustle me, and they got like my friend who was there. Yeah, they were like, they were like, yeah, um, it's closed, but if you want to go, we'll give you a camel ride. You have to pay like X amount. <laughs> and I was like, it's like no. I was like, I'll take pictures from here, but like, <laughs> it's it was far, like it's far. Away. I can you can see like yeah, those are the pyramids, but yeah. like it's not like I'm like here like taking something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wish I wish I would have like paid because like when else am I gonna be in Egypt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I should have did it, but oh, well, maybe I'll go back another time. It sounds like a scam though. Yeah, and that's, that was the thing. Yeah. It was like, and they had like a gate, like they had like a gate, and it was like kind of closed, and I'm like. So we pay them this money, and then they still kick us out, and like what, like what yeah. happens, you know, like. Um, but I should have. It would have been good to just have another story. <laughs> so, I go back to the hotel, and I'm like trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. And one of the agents who I'd spoken to like a long time ago was talking about me going to Slovenia, and I was like, "It's like Slovenia. Like, let me call him. Like, let me see what." He, and I kept like, I was like hounding him like. What's up with that team in Slovenia? Second league, like, yeah. are they still interested? Da, da, da. He was like, "Yeah." He's like, uh, "I'm not sure. Let me call him." So yeah, they're interested. Next day, book a flight, gone. <laughs> gone to Slovenia. Uh-huh. 
So now I'm in Slovenia. <laughs> this sounds like, bro, it's insane. Like, it's like a map on the I know, honestly, <laughs> there needs to be a map. Go, ding, 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 yeah. So ding, like, ding, now I'm in Slovenia and I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, like, this is complete culture shock because it's like, you go from Egypt to Slovenia, it's like completely, completely different yeah. and it's cold and rainy and like in Egypt, I was in shorts. Yeah. I'm like, and, I, and the thing is like, I'm traveling like, I'm planning on staying there for the next yeah. six months. So I have a suitcase mm-hmm. and a duffel bag and a backpack. So I'm like, so everywhere I'm going, like people are looking at me like, that's the, dude, I hate that. But like, I, but I had to be prepared. Like, yeah, yeah you to have stay, to. There's to, no other way. So like, you can't bring a duffel bag with <laughs> one pair. Of yeah, yeah, you know, so like I'm prepared to stay. Um, <laughs> so I'm there for like, I'm in Slovenia for a week. So the first couple of days training do well. And I'm like, all right, so this level is not high. At Se- all. You said second week? Yeah, I'm like, this yeah. level is not high at all. But, and I saw them play a game, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll sign here, I'll play here, I'll get out. Yeah. They had a lot of guys on loan from, like, um, the top league and some clubs in Croatia. Um, the team Maribor that plays, I think they play Europa League, mm-hmm. they had two strikers from there, and they were actually, they were really good. They had, like, individual talent was there, but overall quality mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to sign. Come the next training, kill it. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is easy. Yeah, this is real easy. And then um, it's like, yeah, we want to do your like medical, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I like I pulled my quad before, and like I still I had like kind of like a lump. I have that. Like a, I still have that. Like yeah, like, like when I was thirteen. I had like a lump. Yeah. And like, but I wasn't feel like I hadn't been feeling like right. Uh huh. Like I'd been like having pain there and that, but I've like, just been sucking it up. So do the medical and they're like, yeah, like something's wrong with your quad, da da da. Mm-hmm. Like we're not signing an injured player. Maybe he's laughing. And I'm like, at this point, man, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm fine. Da, da, da. They're like, well, they're like, come back, like get it, get it fixed, come back, blah blah. blah. So I go back home. Uh-huh. And at, the, at this point, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I was like, all right. I'm done playing. I was like, I'm like done. Like what Mimi just said, like, at this point, go home. Yeah, I went home. I was like, I'm done playing. Yeah. That's it. We, where, what year are we on? Like, this is the, this is like September 2017. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm, I'm yeah. done. Actually, it's a little bit before September, but like, I'm done playing. Yeah. So now I'm home trying to just figure stuff out. Not training. Went to go check my quad checked out. Everything was okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of, but. Just, I, I was like, whatever, I'm not playing anyway. Like, I'm just going to play for fun. Yeah. So my old coach, my first ever coach, um, who taught me everything I knew, had like a like a men's league type team. And he was like, yeah, he's just trying to like help guys out. Yeah. He want to come and play. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play. So I like was doing it for fun. And then um, I met this guy. Um, his name is Jay. And he was, I mean... He's. I still talk to him to this day. He's like a really good guy. He started up a. Uh, they're in the UPSL now. Uh-huh. He started up a club there in UPSL, um, and he, you know, he offered me a job, and so I was working with him. Became a PRP counselor, mm-hmm. and I was like completely like, just done with playing. Yeah. Um, and as but as you start playing again, you start like and when you, you start doing well and like you just when you haven't like got it out of your system. Yeah. You just kind of like, so like. Training, I'm training, I'm training, and I'm playing. I'm like, and I'm working too. Like, and I'm like, everything's fine, but like, something's still kind of missing. You yeah. know, like, 
So then I get back to really training. Like, so I go to like this guy named Derek Phillips, who a lot of us like professionals in the area, like people aspiring to be professional train with. Mm. So like I'm back training with him. I'm like really getting in shape. I'm really going after it. And now I'm like, okay, like I'm definitely like in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to play. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to sort figure out like what's got like what's the next step. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I want to stay in the states. So what's the like what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Um, so I contact North Carolina FC so I can come to like an invitational trial. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool, I can do that. Those and are then the worst. And I, but like at that point, I'm like, I really want. So like, and my mindset was like, okay, like I want this bad now. So like mm-hmm. I'm willing, willing to, to do anything. Um, Any opportunity, and then I start getting calls about like so, Derry FC in Ireland. Uh-huh. Um, they play in the Irish Prem, and then um, yeah, so that was so it was those two. So I went to, and one of my old college teammates signed there. Uh huh. And so I went there. Was there for a week and a half. Played like it was good. Uh-huh. Everything was good. I I said I was going for a week and a half. And I was coming back. Yeah. I was like, so I went and um, now we're talking like contract and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They said a certain amount before I came, then they offered something else, and I was like, well, I have a job. I have this. I have that. Yeah. At this point, it's not worth it. Yeah. No, thank you. So like, wow. So I was like, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right. So I was like, I wasn't gonna take that, and then. Um, Especially to like, if it was a team in the states, I probably would have taken that amount. Mm. But to be overseas again, to have that experience, I was like, nah, yeah, no chance. Yeah. Um, so then I went to. So then I started getting U.S. like USL opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is per- I was like this is what I want. So, yeah. um, so, Julian Myers, agent of I'm with now, he called me and was like, would I be interested in um, training with? Tampa, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm in mean, that Tampa. Sorry, um, Cincinnati. Oh wow! But they were in they were in Tampa going to Bradenton or okay. something like that, other way around. So he was like, I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, all right, it could happen real quick. So next couple of days, be prepared to fly out. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, perfect. And my old college roommate plays for them, <laughs> and like he's a real good friend of mine. We talk like nearly every day. And um, I didn't tell him I was I didn't tell him I was coming out yet. Cause yeah. I, and so like, they said yeah come out. So I booked the ticket and I called him like hey I'm like I'm coming out. He's like really? I was like yeah. So go there, and I I felt like I did well. Um, he like er, did fairly well, but it was just one of those situations where you just have to you have to be exceptional at that point, especially when yeah. it's a they have a a roster they have someone in that position already. Yeah. You just have to be. Exceptional. You can't be on par. You have to be exceptional. Yeah. To get the contract at that. Which is easier said than done. Exactly. Yeah. Especially um, as coming into it as the. So it's like you like you, like I did well enough to fit in with the squad, but I just wasn't good enough to take the starting role. So it's like why why do you bring him in? Yeah. You I know. Think I've heard that so many times. But it's but like it it sucks to hear. But when you start to think about it, it's like it makes sense because. Like why? Like they have to justify why yeah. they're gonna pay you. Why? Why would we spend money on a guy? Why are you gonna to pay? Not be our guarantee, like exactly. starter. Yeah. So if you have someone that, in mind that is the starter, and you kind of have someone that could play the backup role, do you really fork out money? You don't have to on a backup. Mm-hmm. No. 
So I was there for like three days. Flew back to Baltimore. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, I mean, it was an opportunity. I liked it, whatever. Yeah. And then I, um, I went to, then I got a call to go to Charleston. It was like, it was literally like, it was like. Maybe, Charleston Battery? Charleston Battery, like two uh-huh. weeks later. And it was like, um, could you be here on Monday? And it was like Saturday night. No, no, it was like Sunday. It was like. He kept saying, like, oh, yeah, be ready, be ready, be ready. Yeah. And it was, like, Sunday morning. He was, like, could you be here? It was, like, I had to be there for Monday. And I'm, like, looking at flights. And, like, like timing-wise, I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. I rent a car, and I drive from Baltimore to Charleston. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Bro, that is. But the thing is, like, I, I think, I don't know what happened. Like, I couldn't, I didn't leave until, like, maybe it was, like, 8 or 9. Uh-huh. So I literally drove all night to train on Monday. Oh my god. Morning. Good for you. But like, like I said, like at that point I was really like, yeah, I wanted to do it. Yeah. So I made the drive. I was there for like five days. Kind of similar situation to Cincy. Um but at the same time, like they, they had another trialist in and I was I did well, but they the guy was like um, he see see one of the center back. He's like yeah. he sees me more as a left back. Mm-hmm. He wants a he wants just a pure center back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if I put you at left back, you would probably do well. And I was like, yeah. He was like, um, he was like, but we're gonna keep. Um, I don't know what the guy's name was. We'll keep him for an extra week. He's been here for a few more days. We'll keep him. And if it doesn't work out, we'll let you know. Yeah. I don't know if they signed the guy or not. After that, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with that. Uh-huh. So. Packed the car up, drove back another 15 hours. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, all right, if it's something, I'm only going if it's in the States or if I have a direct contract. Mm-hmm. And I like set my mind on I was like, I'm, cause I told myself, like, I'm giving it until like season starts a little like further. And if not, then I'm completely done playing. Yeah. Get a call <laughs> from, so it was my cousin's agent. Well, yeah, my cousin's agent. Uh-huh. It's like this team in Sweden, um, Syrianska, they were they usually play in Superetta in the second league. They got relegated last year. They had some money issues. They want to go back up. And I'd heard about the club before. I was yeah. supposed to go there with, like on trial like during my time with all these agents and clubs. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I was like, I know they're known for having like money issues, mm-hmm. like not paying on time, but they always pay, but they don't pay on time. And I'm like, Ugh. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I was, I, I was like, I was like, I'm not going on trial. They were like, but they want to see you on trial first. I was like, I'm not leaving this country without a contract. <laughs> I was like, so either they can take it or they can leave it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll do the contract. Then they're like, this amount. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. I was like, I'm not coming unless I get this amount. I was like, I heard they have money issues. One of my friends played there before, and he didn't like it. They didn't, he didn't get his money, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I need this money, this amount up front as a sign-on fee. I, need, I was like... <laughs> you were hard negotiating. I was making yeah. a lot of demands. At that, that point, you... Because you, it's like you've been, you've done that. Yeah. So it's like that point, like, I'm doing it again. Yeah, like, exactly. I've been through it. And like, I was like, I was like, you know what? This is it. Like, either they take it or leave it. Yeah. And I'm playing, like, hard, like, and I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I want. They're like, no, we can do this. We can do that. They decide to give me a sign-on, sign-on bonus. Uh-huh. 
decided to pay me the money, give me my own apartment. Um, Cause what happened was they played their first league game. They were like hesitant. They played their first league game, and they lost. And the left back played terrible, and he got a red card. Oh. So then it was just like, all right, whatever you gotta do, bring him in. Yeah, yeah. So come to Sweden now. Um, oh, I even forgot. I had a trial set up. <laughs> I had a I had a trial set up in Estonia, Estonia Premier League. Uh huh. And uh-huh. I was actually like really keen on going to this club because they played. Europa League qualification. Yeah, yeah. They always win the league. Oh, so that would have been a really yeah. good setup. Yeah. And a friend of mine, he played. He played with he played with them and he played against Liverpool. Wow. So I was like, I was like, this is perfect. Like, yeah. I'll go there. Uh-huh. So like, I had that set up for like the following week, and then I just didn't call that agent back. Just didn't say a word to him, and I just went to. Um, I went to Sweden and I didn't say a word to that agent because he was someone he'd like taking money from me like mm. it's one of those, like I you know what I mean like it was a <sighs> agents for agents bro. it's rough <laughs> uh-huh. so like I'd like pay to go like to some invitational trial or something like that and mm-hmm. like you know so yeah um so yeah so I decided to go to Sweden um I played there and so the club was actually, it was pretty crazy because they were in the third league, but they had a lot of guys who just did not belong in that league. Like, guy who played in the Swedish national team, mm-hmm. like um, Uganda national team, just players who played, like, in the first league in Sweden, the first league in Turkey, like, just all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. um, actually, one of the guys, like, a good friend, he's, like, me and him are actually good friends now. Um, he played for the Nigeria under-20 team that went to the World Cup. Wow. So, like, there was a lot of like lot quality. Of yeah. um, they paid a lot of money to try and go back up, so that they invested a lot. And luckily, like we ended up promoting and going back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried to keep a lot of us, but not for the type of like the money they wanted was less than they offered the season before. And uh-huh. it was like, we can't do it. And they were like, well, we spent a lot to go up. We just can't budget wise. We yeah. can't. Um, so they have a whole new team and wish them the best. Um, but there too was, I had a little bit of trouble too. Cause like, um, they weren't paying on time, uh-huh. but like it got to the point where like late was normal. Yeah. So like you're supposed to get paid on the, say the 28th, get one paycheck, yeah. everything at once, 28th of the month or something like that. So started paying on like the fourth of the month of like, so then it's like, then they started going to like the seventh or whatever so like now every day it's like the seventh so like now it's like okay supposed to be on the 28th on the contract but now it's the seventh so like you still get it yeah like, on the seventh on the seventh on the you seventh. just like two weeks like you got the extra two weeks or you yeah. gotta <laughs> stretch the budget a little so bit further. Like, so but like now like after like the third time it's happened it's kind of like well like this is the normal day yeah. it's become yeah. normal like that's the um the day you get paid mm-hmm. um but like even them too like a lot of like a lot of shady stuff was going on with that club, like mm-hmm. not playing players because of they want to play like their own like Syrian players so they can do well and then they can sell them on. Like mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of, like shady stuff. And um, I mean, we had five coaches in the year. <laughs> oh my god! They were just because like basically the board ran the team. Yeah. So they just wanted someone who was like a puppet. Yeah. So like they'd have coaches, didn't like them fire 
didn't like him, fire him. This coach was wanted his own thing, fire him. And we had one coach, this guy from Italy. He's he actually worked with like the AC Milan like youth team. Mm. And he was a really, really good coach. He won two preseason games, won two league games, and he was giving us like actually stru- actual structure and balance. Mm-hmm. And after the second game he won, like some of the, some of the players didn't like him who like had like good ties in the club. Yeah. Got rid of the coach. And I was like, how do you how do you even play when a new coach is coming in like that? It's it's honestly it's madness. <laughs> and like I also ran into the same situation too. Like I came in and obviously like I didn't know the players. I didn't know like, and I I was there for maybe like three days. Played the game on the weekend, mm. and I was okay. I was all right. And then the next day, the next game, I didn't play. And then I had a little ankle injury, and I like struggled to get back in. Mm-hmm. But the only the good thing that saved me was the person who played my position did not do good enough to take the job. Mm-hmm. So like when I came back, I had the job and I played the rest of the season. And then like we go to the promotion playoff games, and I played maybe maybe twenty games straight. Uh-huh. Like and two games before I scored two goals in the game. Like I was like probably one of the greatest games I had. Um, everything's going well. Come to the first promotional playoff game. Come to the locker room. Like I don't even check the board because my name's been on the eleven oh, yeah, yeah. so I don't even think to check it. You yeah. Know? Go sit down. Like when I'm talking, the coach calls me. I'm like, what's coach calling me? Like it's kind of. He's like, yeah, you know, I just want to let you know that um, us on the board, we talked about it. We're gonna go with uh, Illich today, and I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, we think that he's gonna be able to handle that winger best. The winger's fast and um, likes to get forward. And I was like, but he's a left midfielder. He doesn't like to defend. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, um, but we think that's best. And I was like, okay, cool. And I just, you know, I just was a professional about it. Yeah. Because obviously you want the team to promote because bonuses are at stake. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. like everyone's winning in, at the end. And like, mm. I mean, I've played enough games. At that point, you got 20 games under the belt. Yeah. yeah so I've played enough games. Like I, I had a full season everything's good I'm like you know what like just be positive so I came on in that game maybe like the last 10 minutes short of the game and then the, the last game same thing came I came like 30 minutes short of the game and I, I mean I was perfectly fine with it um, but at that point I knew no matter what I wasn't going to resign there because just kind of like how they the like the board the coach didn't run the club the board yeah, ran the club yeah. um, so you could see it so so when I left there, I was like, all right, I'm going to play in the States. <laughs> and I, I put it in my head that I'm going to, I was like, the only way I'm playing in Europe is if the money's like. Yeah, it's the perfect setup. It's like the money's re- like, you just can't say no. Yeah. And luckily, like, I got the call about Tulsa early. Like, uh-huh. I think I, was, I got the call before I left Sweden. Like, I, So this is like fall. This was like, yeah. Well, I left Sweden November Eight, like November 18th, 19th mm-hmm. so I, I got the call from my agent like hey like uh, OPSM yeah you know Julian Godwin no who's that oh you don't know them I'm kidding okay. yeah I know <laughs> so I uh, got the call from them and they were like um, yeah like there's, there's interest would I be interested how much would I take blah 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 yeah um, just kind of like trying to like see what could happen mm-hmm. and I was like I like spoke to him like yeah that's what I'd like da, da, da. just kind of like 
you know, let them know kind of where I stood, what I would like, what I wouldn't like. And so I come back home, home for about a week, and like starting to talk to June a little bit more, talk to God a little bit more. And God was like, yeah, it's gonna happen really, like could happen like really quickly. They're yeah. looking to send over a contract. And I was like, I was like, I couldn't believe, at that point I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, cause you've been trying to play in the States for Yeah, forever, I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm really about to get this contract and I ha- like season just finished. It's about to be the best off season of my life. I don't yeah. have to like. You don't have to worry of like, where am I going to be next? Like, like I don't have to like call around like all this, you know, extra stuff. Like, yeah. I finally, I finally have an agent who can do his job. Uh-huh. Um, so then I got the call. I got the call from Godwin that, yeah, they sent over the contract. Saw the contract and I was like, perfect. Like, I'm, I was like happy with it. Um, actually, I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> Barry and Wayne. Um, I need some more money. No, no I was happy. Actually, no, what? <laughs> no, I was happy with it, and I um, yeah signed it, and now I'm here in Tulsa. That's dude. That is, I this I've, I've talked to a lot of pros about their story to get yeah. to like. How many teams is that? Yeah, how many how many times, countries team? I, I don't know. We'll, we can count it up. You Honestly. count it up later yeah. when you get home. Tell me the countries, the number of teams that like you. Honestly. Like, Cause there's a there's probably some that I just like left out on yeah. like just like not really thinking but like I've been to like a lot of like different places for trials and like because mm-hmm. that'd be a good title too to be like how many countries how many rejected like yeah um yeah teams to like now signing like now you've had a good last year to this year it's it's like you're you know I don't want to like change anything but momentum's like yeah knock on yeah. wood yeah momentum seems to be going well so yeah. Um, that's uh, dude, that's good. I'm I'm stoked for you. It, honestly, the the determin it's cool because it's all about like not giving up, like the determination. Yeah. Like you literally yeah. were just like I'm just gonna keep going, keep trying. Yeah. And a lot of times, so many people after that first time where it's like a bad uh, experience over in some ways, like I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm stopping. Yeah. Is it? You like, either dumb or yeah. you're like. <laughs> that's the, and that's the thing. Like I start I start thinking like, am I just an idiot? Like why why do I keep putting myself? Through yeah, this? Like, yeah. 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 And like, but at the same time, it's like you love it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you feel like you're so. Every time you feel like you're so close. Yeah. And then you hear a story of like a friend of yours or someone you know who was playing here and just got right, here. Sure. And I'm like, and you sit and you're like, how? Like. Yeah. Like it's like it's possible. Yeah. It, it's very po- It's very possible. So like you just sit there and you're like, all right. So, what can I do to get there? Mm-hmm. Like how do I get there? So then you go back and you're like, all right. Let me start training. Let me start doing this. Let me and. To be honest, to be honest, it sounds, and you're probably gonna laugh because we talked about this book today, relentless. Yeah, yeah. But that book is what literally, like, it changed my thinking. Like mm-hmm. in 2000, 2000, was it 2017? Before I went to Sweden. Mm-hmm. So like, I picked up that. I got that book from one of my like high school friends. Um, he, he just he was like, you know, like I'm training. People think I'm crazy because like. Like I should like I should just do something else, but like he loves playing football. He's trying to you know make it, so he's been reading this book, and it's just kind of like got his mindset on like work ethic and stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, you know, what, let me pick it up. So I picked it up, and it just when I started training, I was like training with a purpose. Like yeah. I just felt like it just kind of changed my whole mindset. Yeah, no, like it's it's so funny because I I've talked about that book on like my really? videos for really? a long time. Like Relentless by like Tim Grover. Like this is the book we're talking about. Relentless by Tim Grover. I've that's, talked about it a ton. Book. 
it's like I said, I picked it up and I'm like, he has a whole thing like sticky noted, like little quotes in there. Yeah. Oh my god, freak! I can't. I'm a. It literally just hit me. Like I was reading it and I felt like every like I was like, I was like feeling it, but like that was all stuff I hadn't put into words. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. Like this guy, and it's not even by an athlete. I mean, this is just Tim Grover. This is a trainer. And, like, his mindset is just ridiculous. But, like, that book, like, is what, like, you read it at the right time. Yeah, huh? it, literally the right time. It couldn't have come at a, a better time. And, like, I would say I've read it maybe three times now. Mm-hmm. Like, three times full. And, like, every now and then I'll just, like, go to, like, parts and, like, just read the yeah. whole thing. Like, just to kind of, like, get my mind right again. Like That's why I have a sticky note. Like, I can literally have a little tab, like, oh, this is the part I need like, and to read. And it's perfect because it's, like, it just kind of just, it just gets your mind going yeah. again to like why you do it how you like you know the process and the best part I like is you don't have to like somebody like you don't have to like the work yeah you just have to love the results crave the end result yeah, exactly yeah. so it's like crave me, what the work gets you and the, and the thing is like it's so simple when you think about it like what do you you want to win you want championships you want this you want yeah. that but how do you get there you gotta mm-hmm. um, so the, the, yeah I but it was know, crazy because like we hadn't talked about that book like yeah. at all, like not not at all. And I literally walked in the training room this morning, yeah. right before the podcast, and I saw you have that. And I was like, like I saw it, and like it hit me, like oh shit, is that relentless? Yeah. Like, and you saw me in training today. Yeah, killing you saw, it. You saw me in training today. <laughs> killing it. Relentless. <laughs> relentless. <laughs> cleaner. Straight cleaner. <laughs> that's sick. All right, so that's yeah. crazy. So I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I'm your teammate, so I'm rooting for you. Hope we have a good season. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you get you know some assists to me. Yeah, I'll be up top scoring. Hopefully you get some assist in me too. <laughs> yeah. We just crossed the field. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. I'm gonna be in the box though, set pieces. I'm yeah. tall now. I'm not five four anymore. Dude, that's so. the thing. You're you're like an inch taller than me, so now I'm the one back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. But <laughs> we can switch sometimes. Yeah, no, yeah, not really. Nah, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's okay. So now I got some questions for you. Okay. Um okay. so some like stuff I like to ask. I like obviously we talked a lot about like your low peers where you said that you, I mean, my, one of my questions is like, when are you going to quit? You already answered that. Yeah. But what has been like the height, the best moment of your career? The moment that you're like, this is like all the 15 hour car rides it took, the 15 hour bus ride to Romania, all this stuff that just killed me. Like what has been like, it's all worth it. Cause I accomplished this. Like what's the best moment of your career? Um, it's hard for me to say right now. Cause like, I feel like my best moments are yet to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, like, winning in Sweden, because I hadn't won in so long. I was, I've been winning all my life. Yeah. Like, from like a from successful the, from, youth career. From the age of nine to the age of 18. Yeah. Like, all we did was, like, if you go into my house, like, my bedroom, I have, like, my medals like this, my trophies all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. all I did was, like, win, 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 win. And then, like, for a long period of time, like, I hadn't had that final success. Like, yeah, we'd win games, but I hadn't won a league. I hadn't won a, like, championship. So to to win that and be actually be a part, like, a key piece of it. Yeah. Um, I think that was, that was, like, a very, very, very big thing for me. Um, but I don't know. I look back and I, it's, I would say, like, the youth championships, I like it. Just it meant more because even back then, we worked extremely hard. Yeah, like we worked a lot harder. Than, like now I think about, it, we worked a lot harder than our opposition, and that's why we actually did win. Because I would say, 
we had a lot of talented players, but we weren't the best team, like mm-hmm. you're 14, you're 15, and we won. You know, like, so for me, like, those years when we weren't the best and we still won, it was like, I, like, I look back and, like, now, like, I'm like, yeah, I love, I love that moment. Yeah. So, like, my childhood friends. Um, but professionally, I would have to say that moment in Sweden. Uh-huh. And then um, the end of this season with Tulsa, obviously, when we host a trophy. Yeah. Um, that'll be. Dude, that's that'll be the next one. That'll be the next one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I already did that in this season. Um, yeah. And then uh, if you could go back to yourself at like a, like a young, usually I say 16, but like any time in your career that you think you need it, what piece of advice would you have for your younger self? I would say, honestly, and it's not even necessarily advice. I would have honestly told myself after my freshman year of college to leave and go play pro. After freshman year? After freshman year. You think you're ready? I think at that point, or even like going into my freshman year, Mm. the confidence that I had, like for I was... Because I went into college at 17. I went in early, at 17. Wow. I didn't turn 18 to the end of the season. Wow. So, like, I was 18, and I had like, I had a lot, a lot of confidence. Maybe more confidence than I should have had. <laughs> yeah. Like, trying stuff that I should, like, dribbling. Like, I was athletic, mm-hmm. um, same size. And I just felt like, at that point, if I, would, if I went on the journey that I kind of went on now, then mm-hmm. at 18... Because I felt like, even like mentally, and like I was strong enough to kind of handle that. And at, at 18, it's kind of like I could still go to the under 21s, under yeah. 23s, and like maybe a career path a little different. Because at 18, I would say matched up to like a not the best 18 year olds in the world, but like just a regular 18 year old at an academy club. Yeah. Very comparable. Mm. So if I could have got in and I had a British passport, I'm starting to think like, yeah. Take that chance and go. Yeah, that makes sense. And if it doesn't work out, people will say, well, what if it doesn't work out? Well, if it doesn't work out, I'll be 22 and I'll go to college. Yeah. And I'll, tr- you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. then I know, like, I've given myself that window of, like, the four years to really, really push Key, like, 18 to 22. To yeah. be a top professional. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, because mm-hmm. I always say, like, like, now, like, the kids that go, that are, like, professionals at 18, even in the States, like, the way they'll develop from 18 to 22 playing against men who's experienced it, yeah, they'll never get that in college. Yeah, You'll never get that. That's true, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, there's kids that need to go to college. I was going to say, I think it, so, it depends. So, so it depends on the person. Because like, yeah. me, me at 18, I wasn't ready for it. Like really? Technically, tactically, like as a player, I was even at 22. Like I struggled my first year in the like training with pros. Really? I was just... Ask Nemanja about me at Sacramento, bro. Oh, Vuko was there. Yeah, Vuko was there. Um, I wasn't ready. Like, I, yeah. I needed it. But, like, there are players that, that can, yeah. Like, if you're yourself at, like, 18, that were ready. You know, DJ. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just, I look back and I'm like, like, I don't necessarily think, obviously I wasn't the sharpest, I wasn't the smartest, I wasn't the, but I felt like I would have been 18, like, oh, yeah, this 18-year-old. They would have looked at me like, oh, that 18-year-old's going to be special. Yeah. Not yeah, like, yeah. that 18-year-old needs to get out of here. He's way, he's turned. Like yeah, mess not training up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have been like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. And then I would tell maybe like at like sixteen to just focus a little bit more 
On what? Just details, small details, like position and stuff. Like, because mm-hmm. there's a lot you as you learn. Like 26 now, you're like, like how do I even play soccer? Yeah, team? like I didn't even think about like where I need to be. Like simple stuff, like just like spacing. Like if I get wider to the line, if I get higher, yeah. if I get higher up and I pin the outside mid like back, yeah, my center back can take the ball up. Or if he doesn't follow me, I'm open. Yeah, like just little stuff, like going up, then popping down again, just like little mm-hmm. things like that the details and stuff because um, like now I look at them like I can see like how how to create space for myself and for others yeah yeah. like yeah. before like you kind of like you kind of knew like okay if I make this run you have, like, he's a, gonna go with me mm-hmm. but like you know how to really really create space yeah. like different situations you have like a gut instinct but you don't actually know exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that's cool alright well that's like that's all I got anything else you want to to end off with anything you want to say no, actually no I got one more question right. I got one more question um, why did you make it to the pro level or even to continue to play as far as you have to 26 now versus why do you think why do you think you made it farther than a lot of other people that had maybe more talent same amount of talent um, to be honest a lot of it is I would say for me personally like in, for me I would say genetics left foot like my size, my athleticism, my left mm-hmm. foot, like those are three things that are like innate that a lot of people don't have. And people yeah. look, always looking for a left footed player. Yeah. I can play center back, I can play left back. Like that type of thing, like I was, I had the ability to play professionally. Mm-hmm. But then outside of that, I would just say perseverance. Yeah. Like just, just wanting it more than the next person. Yeah. Like, how many people are going to drive overnight 15 hours exactly. yeah, to go to Charleston? It's crazy, but yeah. if you really, really want it, like, you'll do what it takes. And, like, this time, like, and there will be times where, like, where I would go on some trials and, like, I wouldn't do well. And I'm like, I know why I didn't do well. I wasn't putting in the work prior to getting there. Mm-hmm. I was kind of, like, half-assing, like, kind of doing it, but not really doing it. And you see the results, like, you don't make it. Yeah. So... So yeah, that's what I would say. Perseverance. perseverance yeah. I like it. Sweet. Well, this is good. This is my longest podcast so far. It's the best it was, one. I told you it's the best one. Dude, honestly, the story is, is pretty crazy. So it's, guys, AJ, DJ, um, who else is there? Anthony. Anthony. Sorry, guys. The best podcast. Best podcast so far. All right, guys. Uh, this is Moses. All his social media, like always, will be in the description. Yeah, follow um, me on Instagram. Yeah. Twitter. Don't worry. Y'all everywhere. put the little, as soon as you come up on the screen, it'll Hashtag, pop. Yeah. Yeah, guys, follow me, please. Yeah, um, I get it. I need those followers. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> all right, guys, this is the Against All Odds pod- podcast with Moses Gabinga, Benga, McKinde. Yeah. Dude, honestly, Sip was calling you Benga all this time. Yeah. I'm like, who's Benga? I thought he was yeah. saying Benga. Like, oh, no, no. So, that's not, so you can just say it just like that. Like, Benga. Just Benga. It's close enough. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Moses. Benga McKenna. Yes. Mm-hmm.